evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 212, also pronounced 212. That's right. We've now done the same number of episodes as the Azealia Banks song, 212, feet Lazy J. Yeah. Speaking of cultural things that you're not going to think about for the rest of the year, this week we're talking about three new sitcoms. It's pilot season, you guys. Uh, so we're talking about Dads, The Crazy Ones, and the Michael J. Fox Show. Sorry, not in that order. Dads, the Michael J. Fox Show, and the Crazy Ones, starring two writers from, or starring Seth, my Seth Green, Seth, Seth Green, <laughs> too mm-hmm. many Seths. Uh, Seth Green and Giovanni Ribisi, and then the Michael J. Fox show, show, starring Michael J. Fox's daughter, and the Crazy Ones, starring Robin Williams. It is a star-studded pilot adventure. Oof! Of, that is mostly it's... racist. It's something. Oh, man, I, it's something. <laughs> I, also, for those, those of you who are listening at home, uh, at least one of these has already been canceled. I'm just guessing, because it takes us about two weeks to edit. So I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure at least one of these has been canceled by now. My, I mean, my money's on dads, although apparently they originally picked up six episodes, and they've already picked up the rest of the season. Oh, my God. You're joking. Oh, no. Nope, nope. You're joking. And, and dads, this is a great thing about dads, it was, it was skipped pilot. It was straight to series. <laughs> somebody blew somebody important. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, this week's oof. episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. If you go to that address and sign up for a trial, you get an audiobook for free of your choice from over 150,000 titles, and you support our show. So if you, have, if you haven't done that yet, it would be a great opportunity. We really appreciate that. You can keep the book even if you cancel the subscription, and we still get our finder's fee. So that would be cool. Also, if you want to force us to watch or read anything of your choice, the best way to help us out is to go to readdutchweep.com right now and click on the green dollar sign. You can sponsor an episode. It can be anything you want. I'm sure there are three TV shows you'd be interested in hearing us talk about. Uh, Any number of things, we will do it. Just pick it out. It could be dads. It could be about moms. It could be sister, sister. Oh, I'd watch that. Ooh, I'd watch some sister, sister and some boy meets world. How about some Sabrina (laughs) the Teenage Witch? I would watch every Mm, yeah. 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 Anyway, go to readdestry.com right now, click on the green dollar sign, and sponsor an episode today. I am your host of this this adventure. My name is Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have some friends with me today that are going to help us talk our way through this. First of all, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in San Francisco, California. It's Ezra Fox. Alex, I have less eggs than a Bennigan's, which does not serve eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for explaining that thing about Bennigan's. I did not know. I really like that joke. Is Bennigan's... I don't know. Uh, Some of the lines in Michael J. Fox show, I, I didn't hate. <laughs> is, uh, is Bennigan's an ice cream place? What is Bennigan's? I have no I idea. It's a restaurant. Oh. It's a restaurant, I Who's guess. been to a Bennigan's, guys? I, I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh... Right. Why do they not serve egg? There's got to be eggs there. Appar- well, specifically one that doesn't then. <laughs> a Bennigan's that has run out of eggs. I mean, obviously we're going to talk about this later, but so Michael J. Fox show was the winner for you? Uh, I mean, I don't... It's like, it's not even important because like dads <laughs> is the worst thing that's ever, I've ever seen. <laughs> and the other two are kind of watchable. Okay. All right. Also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Chris Smith. Alex, I can't decide which is the grapes and which is the wrath, 
but I am just going to use my family's celebrity and an iPhone to pass this high school assignment, if that's that, cool with you. That's funny. I'm pretty sure that's what that show did to get on the air. They used yeah. Michael J. Fox's Parkinson and an iPhone, and then there was a, there was a sitcom. That's right. There's some irony there if you look for it. <laughs> also, within wheels, guys, Ezra. Benigan's has a great menu. You should all check it out. <laughs> oh, as what <laughs> Ezra like- does when he's not talking. <laughs> Is this I'm looking be... at sandwiches. There's a lot of sandwiches. Is this is this going to be like the Suzuki thing where you guys are going to commit me to a dessert from an online menu? Sounds great. Also joining us uh, right now, she's at Bree Pruitt on Twitter. That's 1B, 1P, and 2Ts. Please welcome Bree Pruitt. Hello. I am your Asian sidekick that will get all the work done for you guys today. Uh, at so least there's useful. a responsible one. Also, I've got please glasses. Wear, please wear this silly I... outfit. I, I do like actually Brent, Brenda's song is really funny. I, I like her in um, she was in the New Sweet Life of yeah. Zach and Cody. Also that apparently. Uh, so, we'll so yeah, file her she, as underused. Oh, file her, save her. Someone just save her. <laughs> Somebody burn the show to the side. ground. Save her. <laughs> yeah, she was. Uh, she had a bit part in New Girl as well. She yeah, really I liked funny. her in New Girl. Oh, I hate dads. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's start. Let's talk about these, you guys. Uh, let's start at dads. Chris, I would like you yes. to summarize this in the style of a racist asshole with a really nice apartment. Oh, God. <laughs> mm. I have a nice apartment, but I think maybe I'll just skip the racist okay. for now. All right. So the great part about us reviewing sitcoms is that the plots are really flimsy, so I don't have a lot to explain. Yeah. Uh, but dads is ostensibly about the two main characters are Seth Green and Giovanni Ribisi. They work together. Uh, they, they have a video game company. And Seth Green is more the slacker programmer type, and Giovanni Ribisi is more the business type. But the reason they call it dads is they each have dads. Mm-hmm. And those dads come to are, are living with both of them, and their dads are embarrassing and awkward making in different ways. Uh, Seth Green's dad uh, kisses everyone on the lips and is, uh, is really cheap about things and, uh, you know, is an ignorant racist bore. And, uh, and sorry, Giovanni Ribisi's dad is played by Martin Mull, and he uh, is also an ignorant racist bore. Um, and they, they just get into some awkward situations. Funny in the pilot, thing, it turns out genetically, if your dads are both racist bores, so are the kids. Isn't that amazing how that just works yeah. out? That they're also oh, racist? Totally yeah, there's a lot ways. of really terrible low humor played for laughs that, uh God, we'll get into it. But anyway, the plot of this one is that, at least the pilot, is that the guys running the video game company are striking a deal to make a game called Kill Hitler 2 and sell it to a Chinese firm or have a Chinese firm buy it or or whatever. And so they get, with the help of their assistant, who who they make dress up like a sexy Japanese schoolgirl, despite... That being J- Japan and one being Chinese. I- <laughs> oh, yeah. that's raci- It's like racist like three times. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so the deal goes through and then it's, you know, one of the dads screws it up and then it gets fixed by the end. And, you know, everybody's... Oh, no, 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 no. You have to say why it gets fixed. <laughs> <laughs> because gets this fixed is some bullshit. The translator for the Chinese people had a huge crush on the assistant who dressed up like the schoolgirl. And then text a pic- texted a picture of his penis to the girl, which is and very she small. was gonna publicly yeah, yeah, yeah. tweet about it. Oh, where, where they all said it was comically small, uh-huh. and then the girl was gonna tweet how small it was, and unless the translator convinced the Chinese guys to go through with the deal after all, so she saved the day first by dressing up like a sexy schoolgirl, and then second by fixing the China debacle. Yeah. 
with, mm. with blackmailing a guy with a dick yeah. pic. And by the end uh, of the show, both dads live with their sons, and future embarrassment will continue. Did you Hilarity <laughs> ensues. Did you watch the second Boy, episode, Chris? No. Okay, Why? so the second episode. So I only watched the second episode. I realized oh. while you're while you're condensing that, but I didn't know for a real long time because the second episode <laughs> is about racist characters. Yeah. And, uh, and oh, what happens in episode two? No, I'm not curious. Tra- they no. oh, you should, <laughs> do, do, do tell. Okay, they share. They okay. Uh, set screen character ends up loaning Giovanni Ribisi's character his uh, Hispanic. No, we're not saying that Latina housekeeper mm. yes and she doesn't speak any but they also like imply that that they're sharing like she's a wife like it's a joke that like whoa wait wait this is this must be episode three what? episode two was the pot oh. cookies what? <laughs> wow third episode episode two was about like they the dad they accidentally dad eats one of their pot brownies <laughs> And they're like, oh, and he got so much less annoying. So they're just like keeping him high on pot brownies for the whole rest of the episodes. Alex, I also like the idea that you didn't figure that out. There was a different episode for also partway through Bree's explanation. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, I did. I only like, saw the first one. It's also about racist characters. And I was like, yeah, there's definitely some racism in that I one did too. watch the third episode. How wow. is that possible? It, I mean, it doesn't matter. It That's doesn't why. matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, all right. Well, let's do this. Let's do, though. Let's say a compliment about it. Let's test ourselves here, you guys. Let's stretch. Let's prove that we are bigger men. Let's be, Don't make me do it. It's, it's, it's bigger than <laughs> as you can do it. Uh, Bree, you get a choice, though, to go first or last in the opening compliment. I'll uh, go first. We're just going to do a compliment tostada, not a compliment sandwich, because there's so many to do. So just the one compliment. For dads? For, one for each. Yeah. So oh, this is okay. your only compliment for dads. Go ahead. It is so wonderful to be a woman who grew up having teen beat pictures of Seth Green and Giovanni Ribisi in in my life as a teenager to have that fantasy dashed on the rocks (laughs) so that I can live on the real world and date actual men. Those guys went so far downhill and I know. You're free. I'm free. Finally, you can date actual men. I mean, and you can tell just how short Seth Green is (laughs) in 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 this show. And you can tell how just how pale and greasy looking Giovanni Ribisi is, but, even but these days. I, it's the not funny part that gets me. I, <laughs> yeah. That's my problem. Mm. It's just they're working on such a terrible project. I, I thought... We th- were going to get married. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Look, that, that, was, that was a down payment on the home, all right? He's doing this for you. Are you yeah. Listen, I'm going to have to keep waitressing at this point. Because <laughs> this show is this not going to This is not going to work. No, here's the thing. This is my fear, guys. This is the kind of show that's terrible enough... To never be canceled. Right. It's going to be like, like two and a half men. Very kind of, two and a half yeah. men. That's what I was thinking yeah. while yeah. I was watching it. Oh, I thought Seth, my biggest Green, fear. Seth Green like made me, like I hated him and it was clearly like he was into this. Giro Bonner yeah. I thought was actually like pretty charming for this terrible movie. Like he did, by, or this terrible show. Yeah. He was still okay. Like the jokes were terrible, but I like, I was like, oh yeah, I would hang out with that guy. Well, he's like the other guy on Two and a Half Men. He's supposed to be the guy that we can kind of get behind and uh, everybody yeah. else is despicable, I think. But yeah. the writing isn't Oof. good enough to really... The second episode yeah. is mostly about how, like there's this whole thing about where his wife fucked him against a wall and rubbed all the skin off his back. It's very... The, That's the cute. physics of which I understand. <laughs> it, the second episode is mostly about he's like a A lady slave can't fuck a guy wife. against a wall. I apparently... Uh, she, <laughs> For about ten dollars in equipment, she can. <laughs> Chris looks so scared. Like, don't make me do it again. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Chris, since you're since 
deer in the headlights look, Chris. Why don't you uh, why don't you compliment? Yeah, uh, my comment is for the Brenda Song character, uh, where she's clearly working in a hostile workplace where her bosses make her dress like a, a sexy schoolgirl, and she's like, you know, I think she's just collecting ammunition for the eventual lawsuit. But she's saying, yeah. okay, I'll do this, but I'm gonna take a, a vice president title, and I'm gonna give myself <laughs> the next week off. Yeah. In exchange she, for this. And like really I, I think that's smart. Up. Yeah, she's stocking up. But and, and in that week she's probably interviewing. So <laughs> Yeah. This is someone who's uh whose LinkedIn profile recently got updated for no <laughs> obvious yeah. reason. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I, I admire her cunning. What's LinkedIn? Uh LinkedIn is <laughs> like you know you know sexting? Whatever the opposite <laughs> no. of that is. Yeah, it's it's like the, the most professional version of yourself. That's also a lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ezra, what's your uh, what's your compliment for dads? I think this is real. At one point, they uh, they quote uh, a line from uh, uh, from The Untouchables, and it was kind of a badass line. Uh, it was uh, you send one of mine to the hospital, I send one of yours to the morgue. Yeah. yeah. And it makes me want to watch The Untouchables, which totally looks to be a good movie. Um, <laughs> Brian De Palma directed it. Uh, yeah. Kevin Costner, Sean Connery. This? Have you not seen No, it? I've never seen it. I, oh, I it's really great. see The Untouchables. Yeah, so, no, it's totally good. You should watch that on your own time. But okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> On your own time. Not right now, Ezra. We have work to Off do. the clock. <laughs> yeah. But, like, here's clock the thing. Out, I mean, like, watch Seth Green. And, like, Seth Green has done a lot of great projects. Like, I really like Robot Chicken a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And he's done some other stuff that I really like. So, like, yeah, dude is, dude's good at references. He was you so know? awful in this show. And I felt oh, like yeah. he was responsible for it. That was the thing. Yeah. The, the role he played made it feel like this was coming out of out of him. Like, uh, like, I, I, I'm going to go a step further with this. All right. So, like, yes, I like Seth Green before and now I hate him. But I also hate laughter because that's what was going on in all the terrible things. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a Pavlovian response. Who are those people? That brings me to my <laughs> That brings me to my compliment. My comment was that there was, like, although there was mostly terrible work, there was some great acting on the show. Like, uh, especially, specifically the one guy in the crowd who kept clapping at the jokes he liked so much. <laughs> it was very impressive, because none of that was funny. And these were like, there were like applause breaks, not like big ones, but just like one guy out of the group. Yeah. And as someone who's been in a studio audience, they tell you to laugh way more than is comfortable. And so this crowd really, like, they hung in there. Yeah, they, uh, I, it had to be live, right? No one just does canned laughter anymore, right? Uh not I don't know what these... Pe- it's an unholy mix of TV. I don't know how they made it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, see, let's, let's find out what we hated about dads, then. Let's just get into the meat of the, uh, the show. <laughs> Those were the compliments. <laughs> Those, were the compliments. <laughs> Those were the compliments, guys. <sighs> so it's all, it's all downhill from here. Uh, so, you know, just have him move into you, and, uh, and then from 3 to 4 in the morning, he'll, uh, he'll do something hateful to your toilet. That's what we're going to do now. That's his go time. <sighs> Oh, let's stop and talk about dad pooping for like four minutes of this episode. Uh, I just, I can't, I don't even know, like, okay, okay. So you know when like you see like the biggest like jawbreaker ever and you're like, man, I don't know how to get my mouth around that. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's no way, I can't digest the terribleness of this. I can't break it down. You can't get your mind around. It's just a lump. So I, ha- I have a hate for the amount of hours that Seth's character makes his maid work. Oh, uh, gosh. Because she is in every episode, every time they're in his apartment, his he probably only need there. weekly, unless he yeah, has like I, a disorder where he needs everything to be clean but can't do it himself. He's like, the, like rich, lazy OCD. Yeah, maid, come wash my hands yeah. eight times. RL OCD. Butler, could you please turn on and off the lights twelve times? 
Oh, that's awesome. Okay, well, that's what he's got. I take it back. That's not a hate. That's a cool disease. You know? <laughs> I think that's a tragic, awful disease that's only made slightly cooler by circumstance. Yes, and yes. Yeah. I agree, and I still love it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're going to be like that. Uh, uh, what else do you guys hate about it? What, what did you hate inside of Dad's? I hate I just, that When I we... think about it, I start panting, guys. I just, I, I start, I hyperventilate <laughs> when I think about this. There's one scene that seems so emblematic of the humor in Dad's, which is in the pilot, um, where Seth Green comes home, his dad is on the couch watching television of some sort, and he just walks up behind and pantomimes, you know, like taking, eating when his dad's eating and taking us, you know, that thing that children do, like mocking, yeah. you know, just miming and then mimes strangling his dad or killing him in other ways, all for laughs. And like, that's, that's the expression of how annoyed he is that his dad is there as he goes behind and we spend two minutes on Seth Green just uh-huh. miming terribly. Like, why? Uh, why? Why does that scene exist? I'm panting now, too. You're right, Ez. He, he didn't have some good follow-through, though. Because, like, okay, so he decapitated his dad with, yeah. like, two, like, swords that were, like, behind his, like, in his back. So he yeah. was out, like, like Leonardo, Leonardo style. Yeah. style. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then cut off his head, but then, like, picked it up and, like, like was, like, proud of it. And then, like, booted it, like, off the side. What did yeah, he do and then... He, there was some follow-through. I don't know. It was improv one level, at least. <laughs> what did he do with the swords, though? If he held the I head, think you put, he put those down. back? I think he put those down. Because that's like the classic oh, improv one move is where they're like, the environment work. yeah, cut yeah. off the head and then immediately like drop the sword and grab the head. That would be super lazy pantomime. You gotta, yeah, you got to put the swords down somewhere. Well, I thought Seth Green didn't finish the that- Second City. He was a Buffy the Vampire Slayer and stuff, but <laughs> I bet he didn't. That's awful. It's part uh, of the it's part of the rich lazy OCD thing. There's also rich lazy pr- pantomime. Yeah, oh yeah, his, his pantomime made him clean up those swords. <laughs> butler, can you uh, walk through the wind for me? <laughs> I love the idea that his butler has to come and is like cleaning up all the pantomime stuff yeah. behind him. That would have made that bit funny if she came oh, over yeah. and it was just like yeah. pantomime scrubbing up yeah. after the murder. Picks her head from over send, there. Send them an email right now about how we could have fixed that. Oh my god, guys! Wouldn't that be a fun project if we just fixed every episode of Dads? <laughs> like, god. they could—the four of us would work. I for think cheap. we could. I think we could do it. It's like one change. We're like, we're basically there, uh, right? You mean yeah. pu- a punchline? Our game. <laughs> our game <laughs> we play the game one change on the show a lot, where we fix change one thing and make the whole episode, the whole sh- movie or book oh, good. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's one here. What I- if the assistant was white? <laughs> then we would just avoid. That whole can of worms. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, as another hate, you know, clearly just yeah. not only is the racism terrible and offensive, but I'm also really offended on how much they want the audience to be in on the racist jokes. So, like, when one of their dads mistakes Giovanni Ribisi's, like, wife for his maid because she's a different color than he is, the whole audience, like, it's like, eh? Eh? Yeah. Aren't you guys? Do we get it? You guys, we get it? You get old it? People, or old like, people don't. They don't believe uh, old people, huh? Right? Dads? Yeah. Everybody, everybody's got and dads. just like, how would you expect me to be in on that, dude? <laughs> yeah, that, actually, this is a great point for, I think, from the AV Club like review of this, where it's like, look, Family Guy racist jokes can work because they're making fun of the people who are racist. Mm-hmm. But if you just tell the joke and then everyone laughs at that joke, like, you're just <laughs> yeah. laughing at a racist joke. Like, there's <laughs> yeah. no context to it. Yeah. yeah. You're just being racist. Also, I think it doesn't work on Family Guy. Uh, <laughs> I agree. That's the only change to that review. Yeah. I, well, and the thing with that, like, the only thing that I would say to that, though, is that I did not realize she wasn't the maid because I did not remember her character. So, oh, at first yeah. I was like, she's oh, that's She's given so joke. little to do. Yeah, yeah, she's just not in the show much. And, like, uh, and it also seems weird that he would be married because he's 
so unlikable. <laughs> like it's just the idea that go. someone married that character is ridiculous. This is now a less believable you show. You know who would have married him? Twelve year old Brie Pruitt, that's who. <laughs> just hoping worshipping the posters. You the really lucked beat. out on this because this would be a shitty marriage for you. Yeah. You dodged it. But, oh my, can you imagine like where like he's really excited about his new show and he's like, like Brie, my darling wife, like I'm so proud of this new show that I did. <laughs> and I just have to lie through my teeth. Yeah, oh it's man. It's great, baby. What a triumph. <laughs> wow, the production looks City professional. <laughs> I'm Asian. I don't take offense to any of that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for hiring my friend. Yeah. On a, on a different note, guys. Did you know that Bennigan's has a legendary favorite of old baby back ribs? Uh, everyone should go to Bennigan's right away. Go to Bennigan's. Not for eggs. Go on to the Michael J. Fox show. Chris, we also... We watched one yes, or sir. two of these episodes. Please uh, summarize in the style of a new, excitable segment producer. Oh, I liked her. <laughs> yeah, she was Okay, right. guys. Okay. Uh, the board's pretty crowded, but I think we can make room for this. Okay? It's the Michael J. Fox show. Okay? Uh, it's a half-hour sitcom. It's on NBC, uh, which is struggling, so they've got availability. I think we can really get this in. Now, it stars, as you would think, Michael J. Fox. Wait, doesn't he have Parkinson's? Yes, he does. <laughs> and his whole family's cool with it. Michael J. Fox... <laughs> Plays Mike Henry, a former TV news reporter Michael in New York. Michael J. Henry. Yeah, Mike yeah, that was J. confusing, Henry. but yeah. whatever. <laughs> and he he got Parkinson's and retired from reading the news. But his his family is being driven crazy by him because he's now he's putting all his work energy into his family, and he's annoying. Mm. Uh, but the family's all cool with his Parkinson's. They make a lot of jokes, and he makes a lot of jokes at his own ex- expense. You're but saying he it like, decides. They, like they were going to disown him for having Parkinson's. Like no, it's no, cool. out of mind. He has Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Well, I mean, the attitude of the show is not he has Parkinson's, and oh, this is so tragic. It's like he has Parkinson's, and like we can make fun of him because he makes fun of himself. <laughs> we need too. image stabilization on this iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and so yeah. he actually goes back to doing the news um and so his his uh producer is a bunk from the wire and yeah! guest cameos by like matt lauer and others yeah the and, whole, the whole, power uh, and the whole thing it's just a family drama where it, the point is it's it's okay that he has parkinson's let's all laugh together yeah parkinson's can be funny yeah can it? <laughs> And that's the book. All right. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go in reverse order. So I'm going to go first. And I'm, uh, th- this worked out perfectly for me. This is not intentional. But obviously, the, no question. The compliment is Bunk, right? Oh, uh, I fucking anything, love Bunk. Not yeah. for anything he does here, just because he reminded me of how much I loved him in The Wire. And he wore a suit like that. And, and it's just sort of a sexist dirtbag. Yeah, yeah, but like, like a know, little bit. But you like him for it. <laughs> totally. He's the, he's the bunk, man. I, I love that like that actor probably gets the direction of just, oh, just be bunk. Everybody will just love be. you. <laughs> he uh, he sort of plays that same character in Treme, too. Uh, yeah. Sort of trombone playing bunk. He is great every time he's on screen the whole time. I like him a lot. So great job for him for reminding me of how much fun The Wire was. Yeah. Uh, so continuing backwards now, uh, Ez, what's your what's your compliment tostada for Michael J. Show? I mean, Honestly, like, I, one, I didn't, like, it's just, it's not even the same conversation, right? Like, I didn't hate this, like, I don't think, I think this, I broke my hate circuits. This was, this was enjoyable for me. Oh, uh, really? Did you watch like, two episodes or one? 
one. I really hated the second episode. The yeah. pilot I thought was significantly better of the show. The second episode is just mm-hmm. so painful. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I only watched the pilot, and uh, so it was actually super cathartic for me. Like it's kind of nice when you like, you're like oh shit, I don't really know how to deal with this, and then it kind of said like, hey, this is kind of okay to laugh at. Like it's it's nice when someone like says like, okay, it's okay to laugh at a thing you're very uncomfortable about. Hey, I'm uncomfortable about this. But it's okay. You don't just have to feel uncomfortable. You can laugh at it. Also, it's it's a nice thing. It's like it's the elephant in the in the room, and you get to like talk about it. And that, that feels kind of good. Yeah, and then I agree with you. I felt that way. And then the second episode is like, let's make you feel bad about a bunch of things you used to feel okay about, <laughs> like cookies and uh, arcades. Ugh, they ruined so many things. <laughs> wow, really? Did you watch this right? Did you watch what order did you watch these three in? I think I, okay, so I watched the first five minutes of Dads, and then I, like, I couldn't do it anymore. Um, so, so was this cathartic? It was because Michael it was, J. Fox. So this is also cathartic because it was not Dads, so that helped. Yeah, it not being Dads was pretty oh, yeah. great. Oh yeah, because that's why I think why I liked the it's crazy really, ones it, so much is because I watched it right after Dads, and I was like so thrilled at not <laughs> watching Dads right now. Oh, uh, I watched Michael J. Fox middle. Yeah, that was the meat in my sandwich. Because um, I, I mean. I'm, uh, can we do Back to the Future? Or I'm sorry. What? Can we? <laughs> My thoughts got scrambled. Wait, did, did uh, I only just slept three hours today. I think Chris just li- there was a, there was a leak of his first compliment here. Chris, I don't know what you're going to talk about. Why don't you compliment my Michael J. Fox show? <laughs> I love Michael J. Fox, you guys. I love Teen Wolf. Yeah. I love Back to the Future. Yeah, um, it's it's nice to see him again. Yeah, yeah. Spin City was great. Um, it's nice to see him again. He's a charming television personality. He is. Yeah, it's even if he's yeah. all twitching out all the time. Yeah, I'm, I mean, he's okay with it. He seems to be okay with it, so I feel okay about it. Like, yeah, I'm, it's it's still him, is what I like. Like, it's like he can make sex Michael jokes. Fox. So can I. Uh, what's your compliment, Bree? Oh, uh, I I compliment the savvy uh, sense of Betsy Brandt. Who plays uh, Annie Henry, Michael J. Fox's wife, on the show? His wife. Betsy Brandt yeah. um, went straight from the final episode of Breaking Bad, right? The 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 oh. hugest show to the to the next. Probably what is going to be? I, I think it's going to make it. I really do think this show is going to oh, make yeah. it. And then she she's on another show. What a freaking incredible actress that's just making it happen, pounding the pavement. Yeah, mm-hmm. be, being. Uh... Uh, being dramatic and then also lightly comical. Go Betsy Brandt. Good for her. Who's she on Breaking Bad? Uh, she's a uh, Hal's wife. The main character's wife. Yeah. No no, no. 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 So she's yeah. she's uh, the the uh, Walter White's uh, sister-in-law. No. No spoilers, guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure her relationship was established before the end of the show. That was episode one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty sure you, you can know that. Well, so let's do this. We, we were we were, took a minute in, in our last episode and we tried to fix, or not our last episode, but the last segment, and we tried to fix dads. So I want you guys to help fix the, the problems with the Michael J. Fox show. Uh, as it seems like you liked it, so I'm not sure what to, what you're going to do, but uh, it's not like one change. I'll think of something. You can, you can contribute whatever you want. Uh, how can we make this into a better into a better show? How can we make this the whatever the opposite of dads is? That daughter could go to boarding school or something. Yeah. <laughs> we could just She's get rid of her entirely. Yeah. She is yeah. the worst in the second episode. The weakest link for sure. Um, guys, I, I got one. I got one. Uh, 
his name isn't Michael in the isn't Mike in the in the show. Instead, it's Marty McFly, and like <laughs> he wears and a puffy like, vest. Parkinson's, he's got time travel disease. <laughs> yeah, and then like Doc Brown like shows up with a DeLorean, and they have to fix it. And <laughs> you know what's real easy with Parkinson's? Hoverboarding. <laughs> Turns out, is is Parkinson's only affect your physical things, or does it actually affect your ability to travel through space and time? Is there a metaphysical part of it? Mm, I don't think so. I think he's cleared for launch. If he, <laughs> uh, is it the time travel that caused this? Do we know it causes <laughs> Parkinson's? It was all the it was all the uh, the the irradiation. Tachyons, man. All Tachyons. I know is that Muhammad Ali also had it, so he could have been time traveler, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, also a great. I, that's oh a my show. god, that's a great idea yeah, for a show. Holy right. shit, that's a it's show. Right Muhammad there. Ali and Michael J. Fox travel in time to solve problems. Float like a butterfly. <laughs> travel through time and space like a bee. <laughs> float, float like a butterfly effect. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the show. <laughs> and we'll get Will Smith to play Muhammad Ali, obviously. <laughs> yes. He's not busy. I, I was actually hoping it was just called Muhammad Ali colon time traveler, but this works too. It's very clever. <laughs> the float like I a love, butterfly effect. Yeah. I love Muhammad these people and Mike, so much. Time caps. I would, oh, God. <laughs> I love these people so much. I really want them to do this. I would also really enjoy if Bunk was still in it somehow. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, he that's, could be the that, nutty professor. That solves it. <laughs> What is the thing then that we do to dads? Like we've solved this one so hard. How do uh, we fix burn it? Cancel burn it. it. <laughs> burn it to the ground. Fire. <laughs> one change is more fire. <laughs> this ad was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon. We sell millions of things that aren't racist. Meanwhile, at the annual meeting of the Racists of America. Now, now, my fellow white brothers and sisters, we have a serious problem. What is that problem, Brother Thaddeus? Well, Brother Chaddeus, there is a new show on television called Dads, and honestly, it's making me rethink racism entirely. I hear you, Brother Thaddeus. I used to think racism was a harmless personal choice, but now I realize it's so much more dangerous. Exactly, Sister Maude. Nothing could be healthy if it contributes to a world that produces dads. Here, here, here. Brother Thad... I have something to say about dads. Tell us, Brother Milton. Dads makes jokes at the expense of differences between race, religion, and sexual orientation. It yes. Does. Mm-hmm. It does. Yep. And, and, and it's not funny. Nope. No. no, sir. Not even a little bit. <clears throat> dads is an ugly, hateful show. Yes. Preach, brother. And, and I don't care if you're black, white, brown, or purple. Mm. No one... I said no one deserves to watch dads. Fuck those purple Hallelujah. people. Hallelujah. Sing it. Brother Milton, you have spoken the truth. There are tears in my eyes because every one of us is responsible for bringing dads into this world. <laughs> so oh, it's true. But it's, it's not true. too late for us, my brothers and sisters. We can make amends. We Tell can. Me yes, that's right. We can go to read-weep.com slash Amazon and buy something that teaches us about the problems of racism. It expands our minds and supports our favorite podcast. Yes. Yes. I'm going to read Race Matters by Dr. Cornell West. I'm going to read Dr. Seuss's book, The Sneetches. Hooray. Right on, right on. And then one day, we might realize the dream of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., where children of every color can sit down at the sofa of brotherhood and never have to watch another episode of Dads. To equality. And fuck and, dads! And, and fuck, fuck dads. dads! Be on the right side of history. Solve racism with read-weep.com slash Amazon.
I hate purple people. All right, so let's get into our last show then. Let's talk about crazy ones. Now we're on to uh, CBS. Ezra, please. No. What? Chris. What? I'm just like, I mean, you you want to take a crack at it? No, Chris, please summarize in the style of a comedian trying way too hard. If you could possibly just have your your entire summary be just a series of sex puns and accents that don't make sense, that would be awesome. (laughs) Chris, if you could manage in this this summary to not leave anything out of your comedic repertoire at any point. (laughs) Chris, if you could do a lot of coke before you do this summary... Anyway, uh, I love I, this list joke of you just explaining the things that Robin Williams does. <laughs> I think that, I think that was the summary. Thanks, Alex. All right, great. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm not going to do any of that because just to cut to the chase, this is Robin Williams in a desperate comeback attempt. Do you remember his other movies in which he riffs? It's that only yeah. now he tries to be Mad Men because that's hot right now, right? Mad yeah. Men. Yeah, it's like cool. Death to Smoochie meets meets Mad Men. Yeah, so uh, he does work in his Eskimo voice and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of sex puns, a lot of quick riffing. Uh, I believe some riffing about boxing. There was some other stuff, but basically the whole point of the show is he runs an ad firm with his daughter, Sarah Michelle Geller, who's also a partner, and they have a kooky staff and they try really hard to overcome problems and sometimes it works out for no reason. Uh, the first episode, <laughs> we saw them almost get fired by their biggest client, McDonald's, and they saved it by doing a Don Draper style appeal to sentiment mm-hmm. as far as the pitch. And then they get Kelly Clarkson to come sing the song. And there's a big, the big conflict is Kelly Clarkson wants to sing sexy like, and they don't, they wanted to sing it normally. They want to sing it, sing it burger like. Burger like. And so that was the big thing is can they convince her to sing it straight? And yeah, they didn't. They that was one of the interesting things about Crazy Ones is that they went for real companies and real people. It was like, yeah. and Popeye accents don't come cheap either. <laughs> <laughs> they have to pay a royalty to each to country. To Robert but, Altman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So this one we're going to turn inside out. So uh, Ezra, I'd like you to go first on your compliment. Um. Okay. I mean, I, I like. No, here's the thing. Like, I I didn't hate this show. Like, again, like dads broke me so yeah. uh this is fine <laughs> yeah it, um i know i look i i like i i miss buffy so much i i, really <laughs> I, her. I just i want her to be working i want her to do things like yeah she she had some lines where i was like okay i could see how this is kind of you know the 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 stable center trying to keep it all together the most boring character yeah yeah, uh, yeah. just like on buffy <laughs> <laughs> totally I, yeah i mean just i i, I like sarah michelle geller I miss Buffy. Yeah. This show was the closest thing to it. What? Sadly. <laughs> yes, it's it's, it's got Sarah the most Sarah Michelle Gellar not, in it. Yeah, there's not a lot of things that are like like it right now. Uh it's the closest thing I got. All of us our, Buffy yeah. fans are just like watching all of her future work pretending that this is Buffy's new job. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah. she's got a twin now and Yeah, yeah juicy yeah. ringer Brie. Yeah, yeah, like for a second, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, just like is, everybody else. This is just like the Marty McFly one, you like the same sitcom if instead of uh whatever her name like her name was in real life or in this in the show, her name was Buffy Cole and mm-hmm. the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and and Dad. Yeah. 
<laughs> if dad was Mrs. Doubtfire, that'd be great. Oh, hell yes. I would also like it if he was just being Robin. He was playing a character, but his name was Dad the Vampire Slayer. Because it's a family name. <laughs> <laughs> or the genie. That'd also be great. Oh, yeah, oh the genie. genie. From Oh, that yeah. was that is I, that is the quintessential Robin Williams for me. That yeah, is my because yeah. it's a cartoon, and that's when his thing is appropriate. Right, and insane yeah. cartoon. <laughs> also, it's back in the eighties. That was just you know that that was novels. Like, oh, he's like a human cartoon. Think yeah. of how many references he can squeeze in into thirty seconds. And then now we're just like, okay, yeah, I get it. And they're not. Yeah, yeah. he's he's definitely not, not going good. for quality. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, I was talking with one of my uh, coworkers who's real old about Mork and Mindy. Yeah, and like how Mork and Mindy worked because it was a fantasy sci-fi oh. show, and so his yeah. insane behavior was explained because he was an alien and like Aladdin, right. he's a cartoon genie. Right, <laughs> yeah. like that's normal. Right, but- Mrs. Doubtfire, he's sexually confused. <laughs> Well, he also, his job on Mrs. Doubtfire was that he was an actor, right? Yeah. A voice actor. A voice actor. Was Pierce Brosnan good in that or not? I don't know. He was great. He was straight. He's the gravitas. (laughs) He's a straight man. It was a run by fruiting. (laughs) Yeah. uh Actually, let's take a second to remember the Arrested Development Mrs. Featherbottom. (laughs) 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 Possibly one of the best things that's ever been on TV. It was great. (laughs) From Blackstool. Yeah, uh, Chris, it's going to be uh, your turn. What's um, My compliment is to Kelly Clarkson in the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. think she's fantastic. And she was mm-hmm. funnier than anybody else on the show. She was totally. just fine. She was just fine. I, yeah. No, I think she was funnier than anyone else on the show. And she's got great pipes. I mean, yeah, she's got some pipes, man. Yeah, she, does. she looks great blonde. I was, yeah, yeah, I was treating her like, yeah, she's like... I mean, she's a guest, so it's like the guest star. So she's handicapped. SNL. Yeah, well, yeah, you're not expecting much, and so she was great because mm-hmm. she just didn't start crying. You know, she talked, <laughs> she said <laughs> lines. At no point you expect guests to just crying. like the cameras train on them, and they just go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so my compliment is actually for, for sort of related to that is that. I like that they just had the full weight of NBC behind them, or of CBS behind them, that they got, yeah. that they had Kelly Clarkson play Kelly Clarkson. That's awesome. That they had McDonald's yeah. play McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like they had a really large coffee pot. Wait, Alex, one. pause for a second. Can you imagine, like, that, like tonight's, in tonight's performance, the part of McDonald's we play this by Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you, I mean, I, I would have assumed this would be a show where it would be like, all right, we're about to lose our biggest client. Burger happy place. And then it's like clearly standing in for McDonald's and like the famous singer. Friendly Burger. A, yeah, Friendly Burger. Uh, I would like that better. Would you? Mm, yeah. I could go for a Friendly like, Burger uh, right now. I Guys. Huckabees. <laughs> yeah. No, let's, that's go, true. let's go get for a Friendly Burgers. Does, what does Bettigan's have in the way of Friendly Burgers? Oh, you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like on my, on my burgers is a, is a fried egg. Does Bettigan's have that? No, they Ooh, fucking don't. I like that too. No eggs. <laughs> okay. You can get, though, the Big Irish, which is any two of our gourmet burgers, a uh, total of, man, 16 ounces oh, of beef. God. That's too much. That's too so much. <laughs> There's a Guinness glazed bacon burger also, guys. Two burgers on top of each other? No. Yeah. They'll stock them right up. No, it's just Bennigan's, guys. Patties. We should all go to Bennigan's. Yeah. I don't want to go to Bennigan's. Is Bennigan's we'll menu your desktop wallpaper? <laughs> yes, it is now. It is now. Uh... I have oh. my compliment. Okay, now. go for it. What's your compliment? Uh, they, I, they they had to put somebody next to Robin Williams to make Robin Williams seem less crazy. Mm-hmm. And the person that they picked was that guy from Mad Men. Yes. Oh. James Wolk. That was okay. the pretty one? 
and he worked so hard. Yeah. They they oh, did that man. stupid song yeah. for Kelly Clarkson. I mean, that guy really put himself out there. Yeah. And he did. Uh, he is trying hard to get paid. <laughs> you know why? I I didn't hate that because he wasn't racist. Yeah, that's true. Super yeah. non-racist. Uh, also, uh, that was fe- his, how hard he was trying was featured in the outtakes. Yes. Yeah. Because Chris somehow failed to mention that this is a television show <sighs> with outtakes. Yeah, like Pixar. With outtakes. <laughs> you haven't earned what Pixar has earned. Uh, my favorite outtake ever was from the movie The Descent. Do you see that? the horror oh, movie God, with the yeah. bat people in it oh. around? Anyway, it's like this really crazy, scary movie with bat people in caves. And one of the outtakes is like the bat people, because they're all really high-level professional ballet dancers <gasps> being the bat people so that they can move like weird. And so there's an outtake where it's just like he's creeping up and like he slits her throat and then he jumps and he does all of these like really <laughs> fancy ballet moves and it's <laughs> fucking great. And if it wasn't at the end of the movie, you wouldn't be able to walk. Because you'd just be too busy shitting yourself with fear. And so then you see it and yeah. you're like, oh, okay, the world's not ruined. And then you like leave and it's fine. And then you dream yeah. of scary, terrifying bad people. Anyway, <laughs> that's the descent. Outtakes. I'm going I'm to watch The Untouchables first. I don't know if I'm going to watch bad people movie. <laughs> so yeah. what we've gotten out of this, we're going to go, it's going to be Bennigan's first, then The Untouchables, and then Outtake. <laughs> yeah, outtakes. you know what could really uh, help me get through a scary movie like The Descent is uh, Bennigan's famous Cajun Chicken O'Toole sandwich. <laughs> looking this up <laughs> it's served on a pretzel bun uh awesome so let's do something really quick as like a, a rap segment a meta segment i want to play uh i want to build a better sitcom not just out of the two we've had not just out of the ashes of those those first mm. two or out of all three of these what is it that we do to make a sitcom work if the formula is dead it's dead but let's say it wasn't let's like maybe take a, a, a former star a washed up actress or somebody who was great in something yep. and then put them like ill use them uh, whatever you need and then and then give us a, a very generic setup which angle you'd point the three cameras at them and uh, whether it's a live laugh track or you just have to remember that people would have laughed there had they been hired to laugh there okay so Harry Connick Jr. is in a family <laughs> drama but it's a dramedy right sort of like uh Gilmore Girls, where uh, you know it's it's more about relationships, uh, uh, but there are occasional moments of levity. Uh, we always end on a Harry, Harry Connick Jr. playing the piano, uh, but the trick is, here's where the comedy comes in. He has a terrible singing voice in this show, <laughs> and uh, and his son hates him. Son hates him. Yeah, or uh, troubled Could, past. Uh, mom left or something. Right. Can I add something in the, yeah, into that? Yeah, definitely. This is yeah. Um, okay, so then. A uh, he makes a wish into a fountain. Uh, <laughs> Perfect, love it. And he steals um, Lindsay Lohan's voice. Yeah, and uh, and now she they like they do like a body swap. And Aub- Audrey Hepburn plays the secretary. A reanimated Audrey Hepburn. No, no, the young Audrey Hepburn. It's like she's what? Just so young, <laughs> like just from How? movies. Okay, Audrey Hepburn. Holograms. Yeah, or entirely found <laughs> holograms. Just, just edits of Audrey Hepburn as if she was talking to them. Also, the Tupac uh, holograms the there, Tupac too. Tupac hologram <laughs> is the neighbor. Is the wacky We call neighbor. it Tupac at Tiffany's. I like it. <laughs> He's like chef. He just says stuff from yeah. like the album. Like, <laughs> Tupac thing. Live and die in L.A. Like, totally Tupac. I know. <laughs> Those are the two things you can do there when yeah. you're in L.A. Smoke weed every day. I know, right? <laughs> Tupac, you always give me wisdom. Yeah. 
it would be great if neighbor Tupac was like Wilson or like yeah. he, never whole, whole, like the... he never saw his whole hologram. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, you guys, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will be back again next week. Next week, what season is it, you guys? It's bone season. Bone season. It's bone mm. season. That's right. We are uh, taking the, the the F train to Bone Town. I don't know. Anyway, it's bone season, you guys. That was the bone train to F Town. <laughs> it's bone season. Uh, uh, as you guys obviously remember, a couple weeks ago, we had you choose between, uh, what was it? Uh, insurgent? Invertigo? Uh, divergent. divergent. I was so close. Uh, uh, it happened like a week ago. <laughs> Uh, but then I watched Dads, and now my brain is just—it's <laughs> like no more retrieval of information. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, file corrupted. Yeah, file cor- <laughs> for all of my pop culture knowledge. Anyway, so we're doing that. So check. Uh, we, we had you decide between Divergent and Bone Season, and uh, we just couldn't stay away from the sex puns of of Bone Season. So we're reading it too. So we'll we'll be back in with that next week. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, and if you have any feedback for us, if you want to tell us what who would be your ideal sitcom or how you would fix Dads. Uh, please let us know. Go to uh, read-weep.com slash contact or facebook.com slash read and weep. Chris and Ezra at C. Walter Smith and at Ezra Fox on Twitter. Can I have a different plug today? Yeah. Um, everyone order the Kilkenny's Country Chicken Wrap at Bennigan's. <laughs> <laughs> you can try it with grilled chicken also. Oh, that does Instead of blackened it. chicken. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, chicken tenders, lettuce, tomatoes, Colby cheese, and bacon wrapped in a flour tortilla with smoky honey Dijon dressing. Have Ooh. you actually ever been impressed by a wrap? No, it's never good. Yeah. No, it's never good. They're really disappointing. So They're all burritos, disappointing. though. Like, burritos burritos are, good. are great, but yeah. if you try to make a cold sandwich with a cold tortilla, yeah, around you can't it. put American food in a tortilla. It's just it'll just anger the tortilla. That's right. <laughs> like it repels, fights back. We didn't. We did not cross the guacamole. The guacamole crossed us. Okay, you guys. <laughs> Tortas are doing fine though. Oh, tortas are great. They're doing fine. <laughs> Just fine. Just fine. Uh, thanks for joining us at Bree Pruitt on Twitter. Oh, you're so welcome. Uh, sorry about dads. You know, again, it's it's so good to see you know my people shamed and. <laughs> And my teen heartthrobs fallen so, so far. You said you watched this with friends and actually had a good time, right? I mean, because I could sort of fall asleep at the end. Right. <laughs> and they, were, <laughs> they were like, hey, it's over. And I was like, hooray. So you outsourced <laughs> the watching of this episode. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, and deserved. These were not Can we shows. actually do a show where it's like um, uh, reality, all right, uh, and it's called People Look Disapprovingly at Seth Green and Giovanni Ravisi. <laughs> where they just have to sit there they go and they're to like, a restaurant yeah. and people like, hmm. see them and just kind of like shake their and They head. like start a sentence and then they're like, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, Seth. No, you've said enough. No, no have this Cajun chicken wrap. <laughs> show the Cajun chicken wrap in their mouths. It's the honey, smoky honey mustard will make it worth it. <laughs> it's not, is it? It's never worth it. I do like that idea of that mustard, though. All right, everybody, we're back next week. Take care. Bye. <laughs> 